you know what that sound means? It's now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. I got you for 15 minutes. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time. Anchor has given Davi a penny. It TPYD is a free podcast. This week on Now Streaming. Welcome to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I am one of your hosts, Drew Allen, Drew with a U. With me, as always, is Handsome Drew with a W. That's me. And also, when you're doing your intro for a second, I was like, he's going to say my name. Like when you when you started saying Drew, I was like, he's going to say Crawford. And you're like, Allen. I was like, oh, oh, got you off guard. Oh, we like to keep you on your toes here, not the podcast you deserve. One of those ways we keep you on your toes is by having one of our hosts not be here. Today, it's Kyle, but he will be joining us shortly. But don't you worry, our audience at home. We do have a special guest star for you. Our musical Woo. expert, Will Baker. Yeah, 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 Hello. Yeah, yeah. Thunderous applause. I will be filling in for Kyle's sultry, gravelly voice mm. until he comes back, and then I'll just be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'd like to have you on here, Baker. You just being you. We'd like everybody to be themselves here, not the podcast you deserve. And currently, we are going to be bringing you another episode of Now Streaming. This is a segment we do where we talk about things that we are currently streaming, let you know our reviews should you spend your time. We know that you have a lot of opportunities to stream things on the internet these days, whether it's your Ulus, your Netflixes, your HBO Maxes, none of which support us through sponsorship, but we support through watching all of their content as much as we can constantly without stopping and monthly subscriptions yeah also yeah we actually <laughs> physically support them in pretty substantial ways financially and uh, all the ways so crawford is there anything that you were just dying to talk about today yeah uh, it's been a, a pretty <clears throat> basic week for me uh, i haven't been doing a whole lot I've been traveling a little bit um and but there was one movie specifically I watched that I wanted to talk about, and it was The Adam Project. Oh, my uh, God. A-D-A-M Project on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, That's the uh, new Ryan Reynolds movie. It is the new Ryan Reynolds movie. And, yep. man, it is very Ryan Reynolds. Uh, but it's also really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I actually teared up once or twice in it. You know, Really? Yeah. Uh, in, any story that's about, you know, a boy trying to connect with his father uh, mm-hmm. is great. It's oh, a cool. yeah. it's it's a time travel movie, so you know there's a little bit of that. Uh, I do appreciate that as a time travel movie, they don't spend a ton of time dealing with the science of time travel. They're more mm-hmm. like kind of addressing like, hey, it exists, get over it, and let's move on. Uh, which is, it's better that way. Like, let's not get lost in the minutia. Let's just mm-hmm. go ahead and suspend reality for accept it, uh, accept it, and let's move on. So. Uh, it, it. I enjoyed it a lot. Ryan Reynolds had some really funny one-liners, as he always does. Uh, he's handsome as as crap as he always is. <laughs> um, but you know, like only, I think the most impressive thing to me was that the little kid that they got to play mm-hmm. young Ryan Reynolds as like a twelve-year-old boy did it perfectly. Like he. I truly believe that he could have been a young Ryan Reynolds. Like, absolutely. Well, do you know, 
Do you know a fun fact about him? I do not, but I'm about he to find has, one out. He has memorized, I think it's the first Deadpool. <laughs> wow. And did it for Ryan Reynolds. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's that's one of the... Re- and I think he had done it maybe before he got cast. I can't remember now. Now I'm getting lost in the minutiae of the details. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a... I can't remember the kid's name, but that is evidently a fun fact about him. Yeah. So. That's awesome. uh, well, as a guy who has, as a little kid, memorized several movies, uh, my hat's off to you because that's, <laughs> it's a skill and a talent that most people don't appreciate when you're 12 and you try to recite movies to them. They're like, oh, that's kind of a neat trick. After five minutes, they're like, please leave me alone and never speak to me again. Um, but It's not that it's not appreciated. It's more that it's it's maybe one of the uh, the hardest to perform talents in the world because you you, you got to find someone that's willing to listen to a mm. movie from one person mm. for about how long that movie is just right. the weirdest and, one man show you've ever seen <laughs> yep. and it's really hard as the uh, recipient of this incredible talent show um, to respond in any way shape or form because if you don't know the next line you feel like you've let the person down and if you don't know the movie, then you think this person is just being a jerk to you a lot of times. <laughs> um, I I did think it was kind of funny there. I'll, I'll move off of this pretty quickly, but because uh, I could do a whole pod- podcast on this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that the timeline of this movie, I could point it to the creation of Van Wilder uh, as well as Deadpool and even potentially Six Underground. Uh, another Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie. Uh, like, how th- these could be like different timelines as like this one Ryan Reynolds character made like one different choice in his life. Uh, uh, and there's like little uh, hint, there's like little hints to it throughout. Like at one point he says something to the little kid about you get kicked out of college for something that's so stupid. I'm not even going to mention it out loud. And I was like Van Wilder. He got Van Wildered. Uh, nice. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, I thought it was funny that at one point the little kid jumps up on the thing and goes, superhero landing. And I was like, Deadpool. Deadpool. I like it. Nice. I like nice. what's happening. Uh, so there's a lot of sub, uh, there's a lot of little subtle jabs at uh, the Ryan Reynolds culture yeah. of movies. The RRCU. Uh, I would say, yeah. wow. The, the Reynolds Cinematic Universe. I will write that thesis uh, <laughs> but yeah how they're all connected yeah. but for all the listeners at home uh i would highly recommend the adam project it's on netflix it's very fun it's not too intense uh it's it's a fun action family movie uh you'll laugh you might get a little emotional and then you can leave and not have to worry about it an hour later uh, but it, it's a good cool. wednesday night movie hmm. good good that's nice to hear uh, I, I'd heard a couple people recommend that, and it seemed more on the kids' scale of kids' movies. Um, but I've had like four or five people tell me that it was a phenomenal movie, and the fact that you cried during it makes me feel like this is more than just like a kids' movie with Ryan Reynolds in it. I mean, listen, let, let's well, be honest. I, knew- I teared up. There was no, there was nothing like rolling down the <laughs> face here. Right, right. We know you're too hardcore to actually cry. That's right. You know, I have full tears. I've been interested in seeing the movie because it felt like it was going to smack of kids, but I actually saw the trailer for the first time when uh, Crawford and I saw Jackass, and so I knew that there was like there had to be some adult approachability to it yeah. because they don't it they don't like 
put a kid's movie in front of those they're not like you should also see turning red when it comes out. <laughs> the overlap of the audience is not quite there yeah yeah well good good recommendation and that's on netflix correct yep absolutely all right well, very cool well i watched just about every movie i had not seen for the oscars and just in time for the week after our Oscars pod has finished. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm on my spring break now and I finally had time to actually sit down and watch some movies that I wanted to. And so I sat down and watched all of the ones that y'all recommended that I hadn't seen, including Malcolm and Marie, Dune, and I also watched Coda. Have y'all, have y'all watched Coda? Yeah, I've seen okay. I like teared up. Like legitimately, yeah. that movie was magical. I was expecting it to be like super sad because like the, the content is like a, a kid of deaf parents becomes a great singer. And it's like that just makes you cry reading that sentence out loud. Like that's a whole story <laughs> in and of itself with like seven words in that sentence. But the the movie doesn't make it like, oh, her life is so sad because she's a great singer and her parents can't hear you. It's just like she is the child in a deaf family and there are a bunch of tough things that come with that. And they, they, they give each character... Each character is interesting and has their own traits and their own storylines, their own arcs that's done very well. And they seem like real people, like real genuine people with real problems. And it's done very beautifully. So I would definitely recommend that one. It's on Apple uh, TV Plus, uh, whatever that one is, which I know is hard to come by. But Ted Lasso 3 is just around the corner. So if you're gearing up for that, then there is worse things to do with your money than to buy in a little early and get to see Coda, a phenomenal movie. So what's what's interesting to me about uh, Apple TV is that I don't ever remember actually signing up for it, <laughs> and I don't ever remember actually consciously stealing it from my parents. <laughs> so I have no idea how I can watch all this content, but... But I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to watch that movie. Yeah, it sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. If if you bought any Apple product in the last eight to twelve months, it, there's a good chance it just signed you up uh, mm-hmm. on your account. Oh, mm-hmm. so they're just like sneaking that money out of my credit card or something. Well, it starts. Sure. It starts with like a six month free trial or twelve month free yeah. trial or yeah. something like that. Oh, okay, interesting. You're, that would make sense because I've watched all of Ted Lasso in the last year. Yeah. So your first thirty-six years are free, but they're really expecting you to forget <laughs> that thirty-seven. But that, but that thirty-seven-year <laughs> down payment is substantial. Yeah, it stacks. <laughs> it stacks up. Um, a couple other movies I watched were Malcolm and Marie and The Tragedy of Macbeth, two black and white movies, two pretty sad ones. Um, yeah. they're they're tough watches. Uh, Tragedy of Macbeth, you have Denzel Washington, Francis McDormand, and a, a handful of other very talented actors doing a Shakespeare play. And, like, honestly, they all get overshadowed by the set design and the direction and the, like, the experience of the movie. Like, the director is one of the Coen brothers, and he does a mm-hmm. phenomenal job of making it, like, an otherworldly experience. Could you tell what I was talking about? Like, how, like, it was very clearly not trying to be realistic right yes but it still worked yeah. it's like they did try to make it like a stage performance but they were able to do a lot more because it's a movie but right. i also feel like because it's a movie and these performances are not like start to finish one take it kind of takes a little bit away from the performers because it's like oh y'all had 25 takes to get that really hard shakespeare dialogue correct 
Um, whereas the set design and the overall cinematography of it is something I had never seen before. And so they just really get overpowered by like the ambiance of the movie, which I thought was really interesting. And then I saw Dune, which was incredible. Crawford, you mentioned Rebecca Ferguson. You mentioned Rebecca Ferguson uh, doing a phenomenal job, and she does do a great job acting. Um, it was really uh, <laughs> enjoyed seeing that. Um, really, everybody did a good job. But it's so interesting. Two Oscar-nominated Best Pictures, one of them Malcolm and Marie, which has two cast members on IMDb, and Dune, which has 100 cast members and 300 special effects team members. Yeah. It's like, it's insane how good Malcolm and Marie is that it's going up against the best that Hollywood could offer with everything thrown at it. Um, and then, finally, I want to talk about two very bizarre movies I watched. Two bizarre movies. I don't know, have y'all seen the movie Rubber on HBO Max? Flubber? Mm. Rubber. This is a horror movie about a sentient tire that can oh blow up heads. <laughs> okay, I'm in already. It is sold. It is so bizarre. It's got Fat Neil from Community as like he's not even a character in the movie. It, it's too difficult to explain this movie, but I think you just have to watch it, and you have to love movies to be able to enjoy it at all, because it's it's like a C tier movie. You know what? I saw a preview for that, and I was like, in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I need you to watch it and tell me, am I supposed to love this movie for being incredible, or is it hacky and gimmicky? That's, that sound I hear seems to be our third and final co-host who has appeared, Kyle Cox. Hello. Hey, guys. Welcome. Hey, I was, uh, I was trying to get my kid down to bed. But she has found this new show called The Wiggles. Are you aware of The Wiggles? Yeah. Have you gotten to fruit salad yet? I have heard. Oh, we've got fruit salad. <laughs> oh, boy, have we. So I never heard of The Wiggles. I did not watch The Wiggles as a kid. And I get that 99% of our, our podcast listeners, um, so Dale and somebody else, uh, don't care about The Wiggles. But I've watched a lot of The Wiggles this week and today... Is trying to get her to bed specifically, and I keep thinking every time I see this, these are uh, it's an Australian TV show of Australian performers. The girl is a really good ballerina, one of the guys is a really good guitar player, the one of the guys is like an opera singer, the other guy is like a gymnast. And I keep thinking in my head, like, these people went to a performing arts <laughs> school, they trained their entire lives to be the next big opera singer or ballet artist or you know, whatever, and they ended up on the Wiggles. <laughs> and, like, is that a failure? Probably not. No. I bet they make a ton they of money so doing the Wiggles. They make so much money. But I, I keep thinking they go to myself, on tour. like, as they're... I, 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 trust me, I've seen I, I, <laughs> I have tickets. I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kyle, it... it... Your, I knew that your whole argument was flawed when you started saying that, that the Wiggles were this Australian TV show, as if it's so far oh. removed from American <laughs> culture that so I've never it's heard pretty of it. niche, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had never heard of it. Will, are you one of the Wiggles? <laughs> you could be. And that's I keep thinking every time I see them, I'm just like, God, I wonder if they're happy. Because <laughs> like, this can't be what they envisioned, but like, you know, oh. good for them. I, you know what? I bet when they fall asleep in their money bed after driving their money car yes. and their money house that they're sitting there going, oh, man, 
money. Could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm here for the WCU, you know? <laughs> oh, no. What is the Wiggle, the Wiggle Cinematic, Cinematic Universe? universe? Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, you missed it earlier. We were talking about the, the RRCU, the Ryan Reynolds Cinematic Universe. Did you already talk about Adam Project? I yeah. did. Oh, my gosh. I'm so mad I missed us talking about Adam Project. That movie was incredible. Yeah, I watched Kyle, it. tell us about it. I, I, I want to hear more because okay. I want to watch it. Oh, for real? Yeah, I do. It's I watched I've watched it three times since it came out last time. <laughs> I want to preface Kyle's recommendation of this movie because your recommendation is actually what kept me from watching it. Because the last time you recommended Ryan Reynolds, a uh, Ryan Reynolds movie was for Six Underground, <laughs> and I tried to I watch that, that four times. Okay, <laughs> and I don't like car chase scenes. But it yeah, forty-five minute car chase scene. <laughs> so like. Shouldn't have liked it. Loved okay. that movie. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. The Adam Project is wrong. the best movie, maybe of all time. I don't know. Armageddon's up there. <laughs> it's close literally, though. It's top five. Stop. Kyle, literally, as you were sitting down, I the reason why I, I mentioned Jackass was because Drew had brought up Adam Project, which is trailer. Oh, okay. Previewed Adam uh, Jackass. Did you talk about the uh, director in it all, Sean Levy? I did not. It's the dude that did a uh, Free Guy too, right? He did Free Guy. He did wow. eight episodes of Stranger Things. He did Date Night, Night yep. at the Museum 1 and 2, Cheaper yep. by the Dozen, wow. Big Fat Liar, and 47 episodes of the famous Jet Jackson. <gasps> Do y'all remember that I show? I love yeah, the I famous do. Jet Jackson. Holy my wife and I bring <laughs> the up... The famous Jet Jackson! My wife and I bring up the famous Jet Jackson probably on a monthly basis and go... There's good a luck. there's a very good luck editing that cuss word out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's a very thin sliver of American culture that will actually know the famous Jet Jackson because you had to be young enough to watch the Disney Channel, but like it was only on for like two years. Yeah. And so like anybody, it was 47 episodes long. Yeah, like, in was one it movie. Also, a teen Disney project. Like, I don't think it was specifically Disney. No, it was. I thought Disney. it was like Teen Disney. Okay. I don't know, man. But sh- so sh- what I found out while I was researching this Sean Levy guy because I just saw he got the nod to be uh, the director for Deadpool three, so he's wow. finishing out his trio of Ryan Reynolds movies with Free Guy, The Adam Project, and now Deadpool three. Perfect. Um, so I was trying to do some research on like who is this dude, and now I know that he's done all these movies. He is literally like he is the director of my childhood. <laughs> all of the stuff I watched growing up or stuff he did. So, um, man. Adam Project is awesome. Also, is that the coolest uh, weapon uh, that a good guy has ever had in a movie? Like an almost lightsaber? Yeah, yeah. The, the kind of Darth Maul dual lightsaber thing. Yeah. And that kid was genius. I did a spit take in the first 10 minutes of the movie with the kid in the car because it was exactly how Ryan Reynolds would have said that line. That's exactly what I said. I said his casting was the most impressive thing. Oh, my that, gosh. Like, it was incredible. He nailed it. He totally convinced me of like that's what Ryan Reynolds as a cool Ryan Reynolds would have been like as <laughs> yeah. a twelve year old. I don't think he was actually like that as a twelve year old, uh, but not. I'd like to believe yeah. he, I'd like to believe he was. And then uh, he got to see Ryan Reynolds' dramatic chops in a movie that's full of comedy. Normally he's yeah. normally he kind of does one or the other. It's either like an indie flick where he's like weird and sad, or it's like a funny movie where he's doing stupid stuff. Hmm. And and this was the perfect blend of both. <laughs> I was so happy. And let's not get lost on a very well done performance by Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo. They were not and Zoe Saldana. And Zoe Saldana. Um, they were not like the main stars, but they they did their job very well when they were on camera. Um, Mark Ruffalo is sometimes hit or miss for me, and I thought he did 
I thought he did yeah, good. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Mm. The uh, did you catch the uh, the Deadpool? Uh, there's two Deadpool references. Superhero landing. Superhero landing. And then when Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Reynolds are opening that box, there's a Hulk sticker and a Deadpool sticker on the box awesome. as they're opening it. Uh, and then Zoe Saldana says at the end that she's like, he's like, you know, are you flying? And she goes, no, I'm in computational linguistics. Yeah. Which, if I had to guess, that is what, oh, I can't say her name from Star Trek, Aurora? 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 Nah, it's not Aurora. It's like Ahura. I don't know. Anyways, I'm 98% sure that is like what she like did in Star Trek. So I think that this movie is so much fun for so many different reasons. I, but yeah. Yeah. And I made the comment earlier. It's like, I think I could make an argument for how this movie leads in different timeline universes to Van Wilder, Deadpool, or Six Underground. How like one choice along his yeah. life leads Dude, that, yes. that little boy, Adam, to be like one of those three things. Maybe That's even so Green funny. Lantern. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, wow. The <laughs> darkest timeline. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, that would be the darkest timeline. And then uh, I caught another one um, this week. Have y'all seen Vice starring Christian Bale and Amy Adams? I have Amy not. Adams? Amy Adams. Um, so it's that movie about Dick Cheney. Really, really oh, yeah. It's, it's Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. And he does a it's great Adam, job. It's Adam McKay, too. Yeah. Adam McKay directed, yes, Sam Rockwell is George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are someone who gets turned off by, like, left-wing propaganda, you know, stuff, then, like, yeah, don't waste <laughs> your time on this. If you're someone like me who that does not bother at all, um, and you can just enjoy a movie for what it is, it was an incredible performance by Christian Bale. Amy Adams is Amy Adams. Um, Jesse Plemons. This is the first time I've seen Jesse Plemons in a movie and not like thought he was terrible. <laughs> and congratulations prematurely on your Oscar coming up for Power of the Dog, Jesse Plemons. Um, He's... Steve Carell was awesome in it too. Yeah. So Jesse Plemons has come a long way from Friday the Night Lights. Like yeah. every time I saw him in the first four or five movies he's come out, he came out with, I was like, hey, aren't you like a Friday? I like could even remember if he was in Friday Night Lights or not. Yeah. And now I'm like, hey. You're in a bunch of movies, and I no longer think of you as the Friday Night Lights guy. Adam McKay's doing this new fun thing in his movies where he's not taking himself seriously, like, at all. In this movie, there is a fake ending with, like, credits and everything um, about halfway through. And it's like, what if Dick Cheney hadn't decided to run for vice president or be George W. Bush's Mm. uh, vice president? And then at one point... It like a title card comes on and it's like there's no way for us to know exactly how this conversation happened and it's not like we can just break into a Shakespearean soliloquy right now to kind of do something or to, to tell you and then they break into a Shakespearean <laughs> soliloquy and like it's it's kind of cool because he did that with the big short as well yeah. we had people breaking the fourth wall and kind of explaining stuff too so it's very much like the big short it's just uh, a really 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 dark depiction of one of our vice presidents and president it's of the whole actual uh, government and the way that it works. Um, it is pretty, it's pretty damning. <laughs> well, so. I mean, the thing about like the, his, his whole, um, his whole shift, I mean, cause this is stepbrothers, Adam McKay. And so yeah. you're anchorman. Sh- yeah. yeah. Anchorman step this, his whole shift of late has been all about um, like satire about the real world and Mm. like so he's doing the uh it's winning time hbo max series that's about the showtime lakers with johnson 
So, and that's what I plan to start watching here in the next couple of days because it's just getting like absolutely smashing reviews. So, mm. uh, it's yeah, it, it made me chuckle that you said he stopped taking himself seriously because he's a dude that, as of late, has seemingly taken on more serious subjects, but trying to prevent them in a very satirical way. So that's he, a good he, point. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe he, it's it's less goofy, but it is. But it's but not, he doesn't take it seriously. He's not, not trying to do a biopic. It's not two forty year olds that still live with their parents. It's like, yeah, yeah. hey, and you know the the important thing about a lot of his movies, especially when you're talking about like Winning Time, Vice, and Big Short, is that there's a lot of uh, hyperbole in it, but there's yeah. a lot of reality that's mm. happening in those mm-hmm. movies too. Which, don't like, look up was Adam McKay yeah. as well, yeah. correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. You know, and so. I'm not sure. I, th- I I I believe I haven't seen Don't Look Up either. I believe it leans towards the oh. ridiculous a lot more than it does. Yeah, like a big short. I, I would I describe know. it almost like he's taking his movies to the you have to laugh to keep from crying. Like once <laughs> once you yeah. like know what's happening, he's like the only way you can handle this is to make it funny. Otherwise, it's like way too depressing. Well, yeah. yeah. Don't Don't Look Up is a, a, entirely an allegory about climate change. You just oh is it? How can you tell? Wait, you just talked the whole thing through pizza. You ate it's a pizza about and then you a comet. What are you talking about? <laughs> the comet means nothing it's, else. It's coming from space, like emissions. What? Baker, hey, I had said thanks, thanks that. for being a guest star on our show. <laughs> I'm here. Cheers Baker, to you all. I had said a couple weeks ago that uh, if we were to have a situation where a comet was headed towards Earth. I do think it would play out almost exact. Oh, you've never seen the movie. Well, I do think it would play out almost exactly like. No, but I, I listen. I listen. To, I, I think you're right. I, I, I've, I, unfortunately, things like Reddit and the internet make it impossible to not understand what happens in a movie anymore. So yeah. I feel like I've seen the movie enough to know, like, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. So. Yeah. Um, so those are the two main things, plus the Wiggles that I've been watching <laughs> in Crawford. I want to catch up with everybody about Reacher at some point in time because mm. I just finished Reacher. Uh, so, Drew Allen, are you interested in that at all? Um, not quite. I'm, I'm catching up on The Boys. I've, I finally decided to, okay. to yeah. commit to that. Um, after Peacemaker, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready for another yeah. step into the anti-hero, okay. literal anti-hero superhero genre. I have a whole diatribe to go on about Jack Reacher. So, like, we'll say let's it. just we'll say pencil it. that okay. in for some week. After, so, <laughs> after so, Succession. So, uh, yeah. Baker, to uh, round us out here, what have you been streaming recently? Um, friends. <laughs> that, that's it? Okay. That, that's about it. Uh, like, there's, I, a, like there's your, a lot there. Like your friends on Zoom or like the TV show friends? Well, uh, the TV show friends. Okay, okay. I uh, um, was talking to Austin, who's been on the show several times, and he was like, it's a very comfortable TV show. Mm-hmm. And that is... And that is how I would describe it. Everyone is very friendly and kind, and they have nice apartments that don't make sense for their professions. But <laughs> you know, it's uh, but it's good. Yeah, I, I like that. And um, I am. Uh, and then you know we're about to talk about Batman, and so I watched the Batman, and then I watched so many like other Batmans. So. Good. I've been streaming a lot of Batman lately. We, we have well, Batman perfect. to talk about. That, so, uh, I mean, nothing too crazy. And then I've been streaming a uh, Domino's pizza order because I ordered Domino's for my wife and I for dinner. But I accidentally put two pepperonis on the order and then her pizza. And then I went to delete one of the extra pizzas, but I deleted 
her pizza, uh. and so we have two pepperonis, and now I had to order more pizza so that she could eat dinner, <laughs> mm. which I feel quite guilty about. So I'm uh, streaming the ever-exciting Domino's Pizza Tracker. All right. Tracker. <laughs> there, there's nothing worse than watching just mindlessly tracking someone bringing your food to you because you're just like, please get yep. here faster, run that light. Yeah. It sits. It sits on the prep for way too long. Yeah. Because you're like, guys, mm. I they should make a, a movie about a pizza delivery guy who's got like I don't know, thirty, 30 minutes, minutes or less to deliver a pizza. Yeah. To uh, ha, 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 ha. I see what you did there, and if you at home also see what Kyle did there, we'd love to hear you write in and uh, comment on any of the movies we talked about, whether you liked any of them or you had different takes, or there are any movies that you're watching that you would like us to talk about. We would love to talk about them. Please write in to us at ntpydpodcast at gmail.com or tweet out to us on the Twitter sphere at ntpydpodcast on Twitter. We have been your hosts, and much like our guest host lets you in on a little secret, we're going to be reviewing The Batman. Join us next time for Not the Podcast You Deserve. <laughs>